Welcome to the Patient Flow Podcast, powered by Teletracking. On today's episode of the Patient Flow Podcast, we welcome Phyllis McCoyne, Supervisor Ambassador Services at North Mississippi Medical Center in Tupelo, Mississippi. Phyllis and her team recently celebrated their one millionth transport with the help of teletracking. It's a great story. Let's listen in. Our department was originally created with the sole purpose in mind of keeping nursing at the bedside. We started in April of 1993 with a staff of 12, and we quickly grew. Of course, we're in our 24th and a half year to right now we're at 45.11 FTEs. We utilize our staff to their fullest capabilities. We Our, our productivity is just off the chart, and we owe that all to teletracking, of course. The one millionth transport, I cannot take credit for actually catching that. We have a dispatcher, one of our dispatchers, Sandra Hathaway, actually discovered this and said, you do realize we're fixing to hit a millionth transport in our transport request in teletracking. And I told her, I said, no, but you know what? I need to let people know about that because that's pretty amazing. Uh, We had only been uh, automated since 2011. February the 12th of 2011 is when we started teletracking. So that's what, six years that, that we hit that go. And it is it has just been phenomenal. Phyllis, that's an amazing number. And especially when you think of how many people you've helped and how many people you've gotten to the, to the right place so that they're not waiting for care. That's incredible. It is. I, I don't know what we would do. I don't know what North Mississippi Medical Center would do without our system. I'm going to be honest with you. We, we do a lot of good for the medical center. And Phyllis, I understand you were the inaugural supervisor of the Ambassador Services Program. So you've been with it and watched it grow and watched it develop. Shifting to teletracking and shifting away from paper to an automated system, how did you get your team to engage in the new automated approach? Well, you are correct. Change is very difficult, especially when you have such a, a broad age group. I mean, our youngest ambassador has been like 18, and our oldest one has been 76. So, you know, with our, our elderly population, sometimes change is not a good thing. However, one thing that I learned from our very first director was that there's no I in team. We uh, very quickly let our, our team know that we are here for them and we do not ask our team to do anything that we don't do first. And we have practiced that since the first day. And our staff respond to that. Trust me, it had some rough roads ahead of us when we first automated it, but there's no way we would ever go back. It has been totally amazing. We know that in order to get more patients into the health system, you, you have to be able to get patients out. How did taking this more automated approach, how did that improve your discharge process and improve the efficiency of it? Probably the biggest thing was we were able to collect the data that we needed to see what times the, uh, were the problem areas and to adjust staffing to meet those needs. But time management was a big thing. Teletracking not only made it easier for my role because when you have paper, you had like three hours of work to do just to figure out who's on first base and who's on second, whereas with teletracking, it's a click of the button, and you can immediately see, you can populate those transports by hour of day and see what you need to do to move around, and I would say the data and the time management are the two biggest things that help with the discharge process because we can see where those trouble areas are, and we can immediately respond to the need of that. Did you have any key metrics that you were aiming to achieve? 
Yes. As far as our transport time, we've actually decreased it over the years. And we we just met our recent goal of 35 minutes or less in our turnaround time. And that's from dispatch to completion on our on any transport. That's testing and discharges. We were able to, to do that for our staff and then the amount of transports that they do per hour. We also had another phase from dispatch to in progress that we implemented. So very definitive goals. And we've been able to lower that number every year just by critiquing the system just a little bit, seeing exactly where an ambassador needed to be at this point in time. Do we need to put more in outpatients or more in inpatients, or do we need more in this testing area? So scattered throughout the facility, we, we have made the system work for us. That's wonderful. There's really a lot of power in that data to affect positive change. It, it is, and, and it's amazing that you can pull just about any report that, that you can think of. I had a, a few challenges over the last couple of years because my data specialist wasn't as easy to get to as he used to be because he's moved up in the world. He's always been there for me, even though he's not at the medical center anymore. But we've had a few challenges, and Anna and I have spent a couple of hours trying to put together reports for, for nursing and the different testing areas. And it has just amazed me what we can put together in teletracking to, to make it work and to give them what they need. And I think pretty much everybody that we've ever helped has been happy with, with what we've been able to submit to them. Phyllis, this has obviously had a significant impact on the people on the front line. Could you talk about, though, how your executive team has gotten involved and the impact it's had for them? I would say that, well, they're very impressed for one thing. The, the other thing is our leaders have an accountability level now that I don't think I've seen in the 30 years that I've been here it, it be so involved. I mean, we've had leaders in the past be involved, but I mean, all the way from the top down, they're involved with, for lack of a better word, the wheels on the bus going round and round. It started at the top with moving patients in and out of the facility and, you know, trickled on down. I don't think we could ask for a better team of leaders to be involved in our processes. And they watch every single day. What can we do to make this better? Can we do anything to help you? You know, uh, we see that you're slammed. Can can we do anything to, to expedite this? Can we help with the traffic? I mean, it's just amazing at the things that, that they offer to do to help us. And all of our leaders in our department have been great so far. And I have to give kudos to our former leader who just left, Ms. Ashley Gray, she actually made the hugest impact in such a short amount of time with getting our system back where it needed to be. We had a, a little rough road a few years back because of staffing levels, and it has just been an amazing journey in the last two years. And, and actually, for the whole 24 and a half years we've been open, it has been an amazing journey for me, that's for sure. Phyllis, you've had tremendous success. What's, what's up next for the Ambassador Program? Well, we've been talking about that. We want to embrace the advanced technology. One of the biggest things that we've been trying to put into action is the iPad touches or iPod touches, and we're still working on that because, you know, we're being being told that it can actually slash off three minutes per transport. That is our next big project is to try to go from a paging slash telephone system to the iPod touches. I'm also understanding that the accuracy, the uh risk for errors are, are really reduced to zero with, with the iPod Touch. Oh, that's great. And people can just get the information where they're at. So it allows them, I would think, to be a lot more responsive. 
Well, and it's on a screen that you can actually see instead of a pager that you have to flip through. So, you know, there's there's a little room for errors, you know, on a pager that you flip through. But but on those, they can actually see everything right there on the screen, and it it advances the process of you know because you have to go from dispatch to in progress, and then your delays, and then your completion, and all that. But it, it actually speeds that up as well. So we're excited. We're really hoping that this next year that we're going to be able to uh, at least pilot it to see if it's going to work for our system, you know, to make it better. Because, of course, the only way we can go is up. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. And uh, speaking of going up, Phyllis, I understand that you got quite an honor recently. I did. I did. And I'm still amazed. I still think every day that it's just a dream. I was nominated for Employee of the Month, uh, not this October, but last year, October of 2016, and I actually was selected for Employee of the Year, and I cannot tell you how much it meant to me. Of course, I couldn't have done it without my team. I am what I am today because of my team, and, and especially because of my leaders, and especially because of my first leader. Uh, I, I actually sent him an email and said, guess what you helped me do? <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Patient Flow Podcast powered by Teletracking. We take pride in bringing you insightful conversations with the leading experts in patient flow, as well as tips on industry best practices to help ensure patients get the right care in the right place at the right time.